Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Funny Till It's Not podcast. My name is Nicole and I'm here with my husband, Josh. We're going to be talking about my personal experiences with my therapist, brain and dream spotting, and also about my dream experiences. We hope you enjoy. So Nicole, my beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> lovely wife. So you go to a holistic, holistic healer. Yes. And she does things like brain spotting and dream spotting. Now, what is brain spotting? Brain spotting is a technique that uses the eye movements and taps into certain parts of your brain that basically pulls out any trauma and releases it. And it's amazing. And it's the same thing for, for dream spotting, right? It's just... Yeah. It's, it's basically just instead of using your trauma and like your actual experiences, you're pulling a specific dream that you, you know, are reoccurring or have had that is stuck with you as a sort of trauma, I guess. Like, I guess you can get trauma from a dream. So when she, when she does it, does she make your, like, so for eye positioning, are your eyes closed when you do it or are they no, open? No, 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 no. So what she does is she has a stick. So it's like a, it's like a pointer, like teachers use, and she adjusts it to like, it needs to be eye level. So when she does it, she asks me, you know, is this eye level? And I said, yep. And then she moves the stick until she calls it an activation. So an activation can release. So I, when, when I first started doing the sessions, I think the first or second brain spotting session we did, I actually felt a little silly because I thought I was doing it wrong. And so I brought it up in one of our recent sessions. I said, you know, I feel like I'm not doing it right or I'm, like I'm not, I'm faking things like just to get like, I'm faking an activation because I want it to work and I want to, I want to be genuine. Like I want it to work because it's working. And she actually told me that feeling like it's not working could also be an activation. So okay. like when, when she moves the thing. So this time when she did it, I was a little bit more receptive. Yeah. Or like comfortable. And I felt like, okay, I'm going to be open to this and I'm not going to, I'm not going to fake anything. Like, I'm not going to try to get a, like, if I get something, I get something. If I don't, I don't. Well, when she moved it, so she'll move it until I get an activation. So this, this particular time when she moved it, I got a tightness in my stomach and I said, I said, leave it. And then what she does is she says, okay, that was right here. And then she moves it like to the left a little bit, to the right a little bit. And she'll say, is it stronger, less, or the same? And that's really trying to figure out like what eye position that specific trauma is related to. And we, we pick a topic before we do it. So we'll say we are brain spotting about this today and it could be anything. Okay. So that's, so when she's doing the pointer, like we know that when I, when I get the activation, I'm thinking about those things while she's doing it. So the activation is specifically related to that space that she puts the pointer and then she holds it there the whole time and I have to stare at only the pointer and so what basically what happens during the the brain spotting session is she just asks me to become aware of any thoughts feelings um uh anything really like a something in my body you know whatever like and a sign yeah okay so then I just, I just blurt it all out. Like I just, everything that comes to mind, I say. And then 
like halfway through the session, she'll say like, you know, where are you right now between one and 10? One being, you know, completely calm, not triggered and 10 being completely activated and triggered. And usually halfway through I'm like a five. And then we get, we try to get it all the way down to one. So this one particular was really weird because, because I was so open this time and I was really trying to just feel all the feelings when we were done, I was at a one and I said I was at a one and, um, she brought the pointer closer to me. And as she was bringing it closer to me, my stomach just like expanded like super far and then she would move it back and it would shrink. Like, it was so weird. Like, it just, it blew my mind. It blew her mind. Like, we were just like, what the heck? Like, so, like, you ate a bunch of tacos and your belly blew up. And then yeah. And it, it, like, just subsided because you had a Pepto-Bismol waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I, I smiled and laughed a little bit at that one point when you were... And it's not, it's not to be rude about what you're talking about, but when you said it, you, she pulled it up like a... Like a teacher's thing, I just imagine she was a pirate getting her telescope out <laughs> and she's like, all right, let's follow this scope. <laughs> so what my so my thing is, so she she gets your eyes to move to certain points until it's at a fixed point when you start feeling something. Right. So when you say And I could feel multiple things. So when you say triggered, do you mean to elicit like elicit a certain response of the topic you were feeling about? Yeah. Okay. So okay. it can be uh, from what I understand it can really be anything. This one particularly was a pain in my stomach. I think the the first one I did it was a tingling in my legs that happened when I was now, following it. Now, did these like coincide with what you were trying to think of at the time? Or is that just the random <laughs> signal that you're getting? It was just random. For the, okay. I wasn't, now certain thoughts came to my head. And that I believe is because, because basically she'll say, you know, think about, I want you to think about how this specific topic makes you feel. And then, or like specific things about this topic that trigger you. And then, so while I'm following the pointer, I'm thinking of those things that, about that topic that are triggering me so that I do get an activation and we do find out where that trauma is hidden. And she likes to call it the roots. So and she try does she try to dig, like dig into the, like pa your past experiences and stuff yep. and really get, like you said, the roots of your, of the problem. She said she wants to get all the roots out so they have no chance of growing back. Basically just... That's a good. That's a good Yeah, that's a really good analogy. I feel too. Yeah. That you're like you're weeding a gross plant, and then right, you'll have the clean soil to start over, grow and, something else, and grow healthy right. patterns instead of traumatic patterns. So, is it the same thing with dream spotting? You said so. Your eyes are never closed or anything. You just talk about. So she makes you do the. So then you talk about yep, so reoccur reoccurring dreams so or. Just, just a dream. Like, is it just... So I brought up a specific dream when we did the dream spotting. And it was... I'm just going to go into the dream because... I was going to say, do you care to like no. talk about it? Okay. So basically, it was when I was still... I think I was in like 8th or ninth grade. And we were living in the apartment. And I was dreaming. But the dream was basically that... Like three men entered our apartment and was and were basically holding us at at gunpoint. Is like, this the reoccurring dream that you've told yeah. me before? Okay, you can go. Keep and going, I'm sorry. So, during the dream, like it was in the apartment. It was the same 
weather outside. It was the same. Like, it felt like the same. It's, it felt like I wasn't dreaming. Like, it felt like I was just there. Living it. And when I woke up, I woke up right as I was getting shot. So Is that every time? Yeah. Okay, so you don't wake up in different moments. It's always nope, it's when always you're shot. it's always when I'm getting shot. And so after that dream, I like had a panic attack because I really thought it was, and, and it felt like I was sleeping forever. Like it felt like the dream went on for like three days. It was and really crazy. It was just a span of a night. It, it was a day. I was taking a nap. Oh, okay. It wasn't even like deep sleep. Okay. It was just a nap because I woke up in the middle of the day. Our naps could get, our, our <laughs> naps used to get really long. So are you sure it wasn't like <laughs> a sleep? I mean. I can remember days sleeping for a couple hours, wake up for a couple hours and we're right back. To sleep for a couple hours. What's your motto? <laughs> if it if it exceeds six hours, it's just sleeping. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was like. It probably was like a really. Because you long you nap. need to have a certain amount of time to sleep before you can go into uh, the dream yeah. activation, right? So you had to have at least. I was probably sleeping for like two hours, maybe uh, three. Okay, which sounds, I think that sounds about yeah. right for the for dreams to start happening. But still, like, even if it only kicked in like a certain time afterwards, like that's still, you said it felt like days. It felt like days. Like, it, it was the most real dream I ever had that I really thought that it was real life. Like, because... And I know you say that that's, that's seated and you always think that somebody's going to break into the house or something. Yeah. That that's what yeah. scares you. And I really think... My therapist brought up that maybe that's a uh, previous life experience. That I, it may not have anything to do with me. And actually, I went as far as this is kind of off topic, but the other day I was Googling like women who had gotten their homes broken into. And for some reason, I felt the need to search like that they owned a ranch home. Hmm. Because I always thought to myself that I would own a ranch when I was older, and I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe there's some significance in that. Nothing resided with me, but that doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't true. But she said that we explore that a little bit further in our sessions. So I'm so you're hoping to, to do see. more of that. Yeah. Do you believe in? I do. Past lives, and you could have lived a past life. Yeah, and certain things because there is nothing in my life that would have sparked like I've been afraid of somebody breaking into the house since I was like five like there's nothing that could have happened that makes any sense on why I would feel that way and and you know it's a deep fear like it's, oh yeah it's a stupid fear it's it keeps me up all night it's it, not a stupid fear I wouldn't say it's a stupid fear because it's it's pretty rational if somebody it, somebody could break into your house the only thing is we have we have protection, so we're good. Right. Well, the thing is, it's it's irrational because there's nothing that should make me feel that way. But, I mean, you know, if I hear a noise in the middle of the night, I'm shaking you awake. Like... You also shake me awake because you think I'm dead. <laughs> well, or or dying. And I never am. You look dead. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep with your mouth open. So, are there were there any other dreams that you no. got to talk about? Or was that really the, the That's first the and only one? That's focused on. So I only did one dream spotting session. However, since that dream spotting session, how many times have I asked, how many times have I woke you up because there was noise in the house? Quite often, but I usually just in a stupor, just roll back over. But am I as like, I've been going to bed pretty seamlessly, like ever since, like I really don't Without think. Without most problems. 
I really don't think I even listen to the sounds of the house anymore. Didn't you watch a movie too that scared the shit out of you when you were younger? That when was a Stranger Calls. When a Stranger Calls, and that's the same thing where people break into that girl's. Is she house sitting for somebody or she's is babysitting? She just, she's babysitting, and they break into the house. Mm-hmm. And they see the calls coming from inside the house. So I do believe in that the re like you might have lived a past experience, but but the, do you think that might have triggered something as well, the or did it just help heighten? Like, did you already have that fear? And I already you, had it. You so already that, had it. That's okay. why I. That's why I don't believe that it could have been any, like, specific thing. Because for as long as I can remember, I've had the fear. Like, it it did not stem from after watching a movie. Like, I watched the movie when I was, like, 10. So, like, I feel like I would have... Like, at that time, you have a memory and you know, like... You know, I would have correlated it to that. But I think I've been honestly like that since I was, like, five. Like... Scared of that since you were five? Like, totally irrational. I wouldn't even sleep in my own room growing up. Like, no point. But but I think ever since... So, the dream spotting, basically, we focused on a um, scene of the dream. And I picked the scene of them coming in... Like, seeing them coming through the living room, coming to my room. That's the scene I picked. And I can honestly say, since that dream spotting session... I haven't had any nightmares related to that at all. Like, and before the dream spotting session, I was having nightmares like two or three times a week. Like, related to that specific dream. Dream. Okay. And so, like, and I think I wake you up way less than I did. I just never notice. I don't know if it's because I'm such in a deep sleep that I just don't notice you shaking me awake. And you say that I, I respond, but... Well, I'm mostly shaking you awake because you look dead. <laughs> like we not said, because I'm afraid of somebody breaking into the house. Like we said before, and honestly, I've been falling asleep with headphones on, which is something I usually would never do because I'd be so scared that somebody would get into the house, and you wouldn't be, and able I wouldn't be it. able to hear it. I think our dog would go crazy. Yeah, he would. He's a he's a bit he of a barker. Goes crazy for everything. You say he's a bit of a borker now. Bork 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 bork. Do you do so? Do you do any other type of of healing while you're there? Is it really just the brain spotting? Does she try to do any other no, like meditations he, or? She encourages meditations. But you've never so she she does the meditations. Just you've never done them yourself, no. or you never look. I've done meditation by myself, but we don't do it during the sessions. Okay. But do you ever get anything out of meditation when you do it, or is it hard for you to like tap into? that like mind state i try to do it but i gotta be better about like focusing like i the the main thing that they say when you're meditating to do is just not expect anything and don't have any expectations and that's where i need to get out of it because i always want like i always have expectations that something's going to happen or i'm gonna get like this divine something that just makes its way into my brain and it's like oh my god i know my life's purpose now like but i need to go into it like not expecting you know a grand thing to happen i just need to you know focus on the healing focus on see when i see when i meditate i try to clear my mind and just think like love happiness warmth and then i try to keep repeating those repeating those words and trying to like feel Feel that while I'm doing it, and well, all you said while you've almost levitated. I wouldn't say it was levitated. I felt like, and 
I don't care if I seem crazy. I felt like when I was meditating, I felt like somebody was like grabbing my back and like pulling me out of myself. And as it started to do that, I like freaked out because I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, I never felt that before. That was awesome. But I think I got so, I, I like was so, not startled, but like so. Like shocked. Shocked. Yeah. yeah. That it happened that I was like, oh, 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 something's <laughs> happening. And I like snapped right out of it. It was, like, was like a fear and excitement. I was like, damn, I can't believe that I did that. And I, I, I can't explain it other than I felt like I was being pulled by like a magnet for, like out of myself out of my back i don't know how to explain it I, that's like, interesting it was weird yeah. but it was it was a good experience i like it and i've i've been trying to meditate more and more it's it's a little difficult though I don't it know, is it's, it's it's hard to get quiet in this house it, <laughs> <laughs> so do you have do you talk about any other dreams that you've had before like do you have any other reoccurring dreams or is it really just that dream that's always coming back or have you had like other i've had okay well i've had some other dreams that um mostly have to do with my dad and it's always that he's like hurting me like lighting a cigarette out on me chasing me around the house with a knife or you know he's never done that no and it's I don't know why I have those dreams. Like it, like it's very odd. Like, and most of them are like me hiding, but not hiding good. You ever do not that in a dream well. that like you think you're hiding well, and then like, but you can't hide better because you like it. And I know I'm dreaming. Like I, I always know I'm dreaming, but I can't hide well enough because I don't have the tools in the dream to hide well enough. Like I'm always too slow. Or there's not an object big enough. So you you think that's crazy because in your dreams you're lucid, so you know you're doing it. You could do whatever you want. So that's just you holding yourself back at right. that point. Right. Because you know for a fact, like if you if you did it, like I can hide really really well. I can get away from him. Or maybe you'd just be like, I'm gonna turn into a beast and beat the shit out of him <laughs> if he's. <home." laughs> you could do that. But you know what I mean. So I, I definitely have to keep that in mind because. I, I run into that problem a lot when I dream where I can't do things fast enough. Like, I, I'll be typing in my password on my phone and my finger will be going, like, so slow. And I'm like, I know what my password is. Like, you even are happening? on your phone in your dreams. <laughs> I needed to make an emergency phone call. To who? The dream police? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know who would actually show up. Do you ever, so, when you, when you say it's your dad, like, you see his face and everything, is it the same thing, like, when those people come, like, do they have faces? Is it always the same faces, or are they covered? No, it's the same faces. I can just Just people it. that you don't... No, I don't know who Just they made are. up... They're, like, dream characters. It's, like, the AI-generated faces that yep. they just are able to make now, just, they're injecting them into your dreams. Yeah. What did you, so, you being able to lucid dream, we watched waking life recently what do you what do you think of that movie as a so at first i want to know what you think of it as a whole like the movie it was very well done and do you think the art style added to yeah for sure it was it was trippy it was it was all over the place and but it would but at the same time it was really organized like it just it was perfect like it just and it 
it fucked me up. So what? You know, it fucked me up. <laughs> so what spoke most to you about it? You think like? Um, what was that one scene where that guy? Hold on, let me think about it for a second. It was that one guy. That. You got it. Nah, I don't. What do you look like? Do you remember? No. He said he was. Oh, it was the guy that couldn't wake up. I think that was the 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 main character. The right? narrator. Yeah. He, well, not the narrator, he kept but... telling people like that he he knew he was dreaming and but every time he woke up he was still in the dream. And that just like totally fucked me up because one I was thinking to myself, okay, like is that what happens when you die? Like you just don't ever get out of the dream and you eventually you do know you're in a dream, but you're not sure if you're dead or not, because he kept saying, like, I don't know if I'm dead. Like, so I don't know if I'll ever wake up. So what I got from the movie was he got hit by a car, and that's why he even said he is like, I think I'm dead. Like, I got I got hit by a car, I got picked up by people, Yeah. and I keep just waking, waking up through these dreams, so I think he died. And the one lady, when the two couple are laying in bed together, mm-hmm. and she's talking about how you could live your whole entire life within yeah. a... Uh, what is it? A, a six to twelve minute span after yep. your after your body dies, your brain's still alive. Now I don't know if the science behind that has changed at all, but she said within that time you could live your entire life over in a dream yeah. because she has those intricate dreams where it, it seems like only a minute is passed by in reality. But she yeah. says that like, well, I told you about that the other night. I woke up in the middle of the night and I said it happened. I said well, I don't know if you remember this because I woke up in the middle of the night. But basically, I went to sleep, and it was, like, 3.17, and I had a whole freaking, like, dream, and I woke up, and it was 3.19. Like. Was that when you were worried about the, the witching hour? When you were like, I didn't want to wake up at this time. <laughs> I like, never want to wake up like, at this time. That's a horrible time to be awake, the Last witching hour. Last time I woke hour. up at 3.20, and I was like, ah! <laughs> But I, I almost suspicious. feel like I almost wake up and I'm like, ha, ah, dodged it. Like, cause if I wake up at three, like, forget no it. No good times. Like, I'm, had. I gotta watch British Baker Show for a little bit. <laughs> Call me down, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's three twenty, three thirty, I'm like, all right. Like, so what did you? What did you figure? What did you accomplish that you woke me up for? Nothing. I don't. I don't even remember what I dreamt about. All I know is that I. I had a whole fucking dream in two minutes. Like, oh, a whole, like, hour dream. See, I like, thought you were going to tell me that you were able to test the theory of the light switch. I did not. I need to. I've been listening to that music before bed. And I have not been dreaming very well. Or, what's weirder, is that I am dreaming, but I don't remember it until, like, halfway through the day. And then you remember it. Remember so, it, like, maybe instead of having the dream finish. journal right... At the, well, I mean, still have it at the bedside because sometimes you do remember it right when you wake up. Maybe just take it with you every day as like a journal. And then yeah. when you're well, like, oh man, I do remember this happening. My last therapy session, I was told to listen to the brain spotting music, which I've been doing at work now. Okay. Um, and while I'm listening to it, to journal and to write down whatever comes to my head. You've been keeping a journal? I have not. I need to. Gotta keep on that. But... I have been listening to it at work. I mean, even though I'm not really doing the eye movements, mm-hmm. it might still be helping. I mean, it's still like relaxing music. Okay. But I've been doing the lucid dreaming and astral projection music before bed. And honestly, I've been thinking I'm dreaming less, which is odd. 
I think I might need to start switching to like a guided meditation video. Maybe I need talking in my sleep instead of music. I don't know. I don't know either. Like maybe that'll transform into my dreams. Who knows? I know I did a, a little reading and there's a honey that they make that's able to help you lucid dream. And I thought about maybe getting the honey. The only thing that kind of sucks is they make it in small batches and it's like $50 for the jar. Oh, jeez. But it's supposed to help you lucid dream. I think it's worth it. Especially if you can lucid dream and heal. Like, I would just like to. Yourself. I would just like to be able. Have you ever lucid dream? Or not that I can remember, honestly. But I lucid dream like every night. And isn't that strange. weird that it's so polarizing? Like. Yeah, like. I can't I tell, even. I can't even remember a dream. No, I know you can't. The only time you remember dreams is if like an alien came down and fucking got you and took you away, and that's all you remember. That happened twice to yeah. me, right? That's crazy to think about. Or you run. <laughs> you're running from things. I don't know. The one, the one dream I do remember when I was, I don't know if I was in high school or, or uh, middle school, but like a dinosaur chased me, like a like a raptor, into I got I somehow was able it was chasing me. I was able to crawl into a building to get away from it, and then two more were in the building, and I was able to crawl out of it, out of the building again. And as I was Did running. It have a ceiling? No, so I didn't, I got out through a window that was on the, like, the side of the wall. It was just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, you go walk by a basement, and then you see a window, like, a basement window. It was kind of mm-hmm. like that, oh. but maybe, like, a regular building. I don't know, I didn't go in a basement. I went into, like, a concrete, weird room, and then I climbed out of it, same window, to leave. I'm I only, surprised you remember that. I only woke up because the thing jumped at me, and, like... And you were like, nope! <laughs> I was like, time to get up. Yep. I do, I do remember another dream where I woke up, I think, on my mattress in the middle of the ocean, and oh. I was, like... Terrified? It was quick. It was a quick dream, and as I woke up on the mattress, I looked down, and there were, like, uh, there was a great white, like, coming <gasps> coming up and getting me. I was like, whoa! <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> Did you ever... I don't know how common this is, but have you ever, like, woken up while dreaming... Not while dreaming, but like woken up by your alarm, like during a dream and hitting snooze and going back to sleep and being able to keep dreaming the same dream. Because so I do that I like have all, been... all the time. Yes, when I was younger, I was able to do that all the time. I was like, oh my God, this dream is so interesting. Like, p- put me back in here. Yeah. And I was able like, to. Isn't that crazy? Like, how can we do that? Like, is it just... weird? Because when I feel like we do that, the, the second time it's not as crisp or vivid did you do you ever mm-hmm. feel like that i can relate to that yeah like it's nothing compared to the one you're the original yeah yep it's almost like and it's maybe it's because you know that you gotta get up soon and you can't get as into it but it's funny because i almost feel like because you have to be in a certain state to be able to dream like that you can't just be you have to like, go into a certain sleep cycle yeah mm-hmm. so like in between alarms is like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I get back into that sleep cycle so quickly. Well, it's a, I think it might be because your brain's already in that, it's already in that like circulation of, you're so you temporarily, it's just easier? yeah, it, it might, you know, be a little faster being on set yeah. the second time around. Like, you're like, you know, you're already kind of in that right state. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes sense. This doesn't have anything to do with dreaming, but it's been 
oh, like, really, it's been driving me crazy lately. Do you notice that you and I, like... We're in sync. It's crazy <laughs> sometimes. Like, sometimes I will say something, and you say it as I'm fucking saying it. And it's... Cr it's not that it's creepy, because... Do you think it's just because we've been together for so long that we know each other's mannerisms? Because sometimes when I say things, it's so off the cuff, and you're just right there with me, and I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, I feel like some things, it's because we've been together so long. Like, when, like, if we're thinking of the same thing for dinner or something. But some of the things that we are in sync about are not, like, what are we having for dinner tonight? It's like a song that we listened to fucking ten years ago together at a specific place or somewhere that we went and like we're both thinking about it at the exact same time like there's no reason we should be thinking about that at the exact same time but we are do you think that we're just so connected to each other that we let her like our thoughts kind of like spill into each other sometimes like subconsciously i think so because i mean how many times have we sang the same song at the same time like and it's scary and it's but, creepy and it's totally unprompted when whenever we do it either it's just like like I said it just happens yeah and or we'll call each other at the same time like that's that that's is creepy, creepy too and that's we really happened... don't call each other all day like usually it's like maybe twice like maybe on the way to work and on the way home or maybe during lunch and but it's not like I even, call you if, randomly at like three o'clock in the afternoon and it's not an everyday occurrence it's no it's so when Every... we call each other at the same time, at a random time, like, that's, that's crazy. Like, outside of the norm, which I think happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get, like, a sense, so when I would go on the road, sometimes I'd get, like, a sense of homesickness. It wasn't even that I missed the home, I just, I missed you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever feel like that? Like. Sometimes I would just get, like, random, like, damn, like, I miss him. Like, I wonder if that's because you were missing me and I was missing you and we were, like, thinking about that. Like, I wonder if you would have texted me at that time and said, like, hey, I miss you. I would have been like, what? <laughs> like, whoa. Do you ever hear of other people talking about that, though? That, like, they're, they're on, like, in sync with their partners or they've, like, done something like that? I mean, I've never heard anybody say I don't know if anybody has, but... Have you ever, like, like, have you ever experienced, like, any of our parents do that like i don't think that i can no. remember a time where they were friends or anything really i mean unless they do and they just don't do it around people or people don't talk about it right, you know right they don't think it's that crazy I mean, of a thing honestly that... people really wouldn't know about us if we didn't talk about it right so maybe they do but i just feel like you and i are another level like do you feel like being with me has like opened you up to like different ideals and like different like thinking different things it sure has yeah. <laughs> like what, so what do you think is like a bit of, what do you think is like some of the biggest things that you think have, have like changed since? Well, you bought me the dream journal and you encouraged me to write that down. So then I started paying more attention to my dreams. And even though I suck at writing them down, I've been paying more attention to them and I tell you about them. I call you on the way to work and I say, hey, I remember that dream I had last night. And it was really weird and, and I mean, you know my dreams, they're fucking weird. <laughs> they make no sense. And they jump around. That's, that's also what I've noticed is like, yeah, sometimes I can have one consistent dream that's the same thing throughout the whole time. But usually it's like, okay, I'm here. 
now that spiraled into here. Now I'm here. Like, and different events happen at different times, but they all kind of intertwine together. I don't know. Like the last one I had with the little men coming from the sky and then turning into big men and attacking the clouds. I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> it, we were in the parking lot of the mall we were in at the previous dream setting. Like, so it, I feel like, okay, I was in the mall, that happened. Then I went outside, but I didn't walk outside. Like, I just ended up, like, the scene is now we're outside. Like, it's like so, cutting to a movie. Like, so that happens to you, too, where you'll just cut scenes? Yeah. All the time. Like, I rarely Do you ever have... question, like, in your dream, like, how did I get here? Or do you just keep rolling on with I... the punches? So if I'm lucid dreaming, I'm usually like, okay. Like, we're here now. Something's <laughs> going on. Like, what can I do here? Like, what... Okay, I know what I need to do here. Like, I'm very logical in my dreams when I'm lucid dreaming. Like, that's how I know to open my phone and call 911. Like, you know, like, I am very logical. Do you logical. see the numbers when you open your phone? Or is it, like, wavy and you can't really see it all that well? That's a really good question. Remember, that uh, was a yeah, thing that, that the fine... The it's, hard, it's hard in dreams to read fine print. Um, it's hard to discern times. Yep. Because you could never read his digital clock. Right. I honestly, I don't know. I just noticed the speed. Like, I can't do things. Like, but in my mind, I'm like, I know how to do this. I unlock my phone every day. Why can't I unlock my phone fast? That's so, <laughs> it's like, I know I'm dreaming and I know this is not right. But I can't do anything about it because I'm dreaming. Do you think sometimes you just have I can to, wake myself up, too. Do you think you have to train your brain to do, like, maybe to do that? I don't but know. But then again, like... Because I think I've been doing it for as long as I can remember. I think that I just become more aware of it, and maybe that makes it stronger. Well, the same thing with you not being able to run fast enough or hide well enough. Like, do you think you could, like, train yourself to think, like, I can hide well enough. I yeah, can... like, I can, I know I can run fast. Like, or not even run. You're like, I can fly the fuck out of here. Right. I don't have to be here. I'll have to think about that next time I dream. And lucid dream. One of the hardest things that... I wanna. I, I wish that you'd be able to, to try in your dream as the light switch. Yeah. Like, to me, that's crazy off. that you can't really control the setting of of the lights in your dream if it's well, on. Well, I told you, there's no ceilings. You said that that it's so, not. Like, so maybe is that's it, why you can't turn the lights on enough because there's no lights. <clears> is it is it that there's no no ceiling or you feel like there's no ceiling? No, there's no ceiling. It's just black. Like it's it's he, almost like I'm in a box. Like does that make sense? Like, it's almost like a t like a weird TV show yeah. where you never see the ceiling of the TV show because that's where all the fucking cameras are. Right. Like that. That's <laughs> what I feel, and I feel like when it's almost like I wish I could draw a picture. Like it. It's almost like the scene is in the middle, and then it's surrounded by a black border, and there's no like I can only see in the box. And here's another thing: Are you perceiving it through? third person view or are you first person viewing it when you do it like are it you depends. you or are you seeing you from above or from a it's different... usually first person i'm usually me okay but there have been times where i have been above out of body whatever yeah like I've been do you still control myself. do you still control yourself or do you feel you're just receiving whatever's happening i can still control myself any any version that i'm in first or third or whatever I can still... What does that make you feel when you think of that, though? Like, that you're... 
It's nuts because it's like you're it's like you're not you and you're controlling an avatar of you. Right. Like you're playing The Sims. Yeah. And you're just the character that, that you're moving around. Right. It's weird. It's it's, it's fucking weird. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, lucid dreaming in itself is weird. I mean, it's not something that you're just like. I I mean, now it's cool because. I can control my dreams. That's cool. But like when you first start doing it's scary because I mean, sometimes you're in a dream where something bad is happening. Like it's not a good lucid dream. So you're like, I know I'm dreaming. Like you're waving your arms. You're like, wake up, wake up, wake up. You're going to get killed. Like, what are you doing? And you can't do it because your brain will let you or it thinks like you're deceiving it. I don't know the reasoning behind why you can't wake up when you tell yourself to wake up. So, so on the lines of this, so we remember the the documentary that that we watched about. Uh, I think it's called Nightmare. Is it called Nightmare? You remember that? Oh, the one about or Night the, Terror. Yeah, the paralysis. So the sleep night paralysis. Night Tower. Yeah, Night Tower. <laughs> night Terror was the the different people with their experiences with sleep paralysis. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis before? No. I've experienced sleep paralysis before. Not so much in the way that they say it, that they see beings and stuff on top of them. But I have had instances at the house in Bath that I can remember clear as day where I was... I don't know how to explain it. Like, my eyes were closed and I just could not fucking open them. At all. Like, I had to struggle and fight my my way to open my eyes. And then after you open your eyes, like, you can you can just get up then. Like, you're, you're done being in the sleep paralysis. But, like, I also... There was a time where I didn't open my eyes the one time I did it. I, I had to... For some reason, I moved my arm. I couldn't move my entire... That's the whole thing. But, but between, like, sleep paralysis, you don't... You can't move. You can't do anything. You're just experiencing... You're just paralyzed. You're paralyzed. You're absolutely paralyzed. So I somehow broke out of it. I moved my hand, and that's how I broke out of it, I think, the second or the first time I ever did it, but... That's crazy, because you would think with how much I lucid dream and everything that I would have had sleep paralysis, because I'd be more aware of... I don't know, but I don't think I've ever had it. So they... I mean, I've had instances where I can't wake up, like, in my dreams, but I never got that sense of, like... I know I'm awake, but I can't move. So did they inter... Do you think they intermingled, like... Because night terrors, I don't feel, are... I feel like that's a bad dream, a night terror. Yeah. You know what I mean? So did they intermingle night terrors along with sleep paralysis? Because I feel like those went hand in hand in that documentary. I think so. Yeah. Because they would have the... Well, I guess the beings and stuff that they were seeing would be considered, like, a night terror. Because what was the one? The guy fucking real. Was the guy... He said he was at a... Was he at a party or something? Yes, and he and went the black cat and he fell asleep. He fell asleep in the bed with his two <laughs> friends, and he he said that there was a black cat. Well, yep. uh, no, not him. He saw oh, a you're being. Oh, right, you're right. You're right. That was the girl saw the cat. Yeah. So the being was pure black with like piercing red eyes. Yep. And it was saying, "I'm gonna kill you, yep. or you're gonna die." Something and like then that. The girl said that she saw a cat hovering over her. Well, not over her. Or it was, was on it? his chest. On his chest, that's Glowing right. red eyes, and it was, like, sp- speaking yeah. in tongues to him. And she, he only woke up from the sleep paralysis because she was screaming, and he calmed her down afterwards. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty wild. Yeah, it's like a, a validation that, like, yeah, that just happened. Oh, God. 
So does that ever, so you don't ever have, you never worry no. about stuff like that? I mean, now tonight I'm going to have a fucking night terror, but. So they were, they were like, kind of like lumping it with entities and stuff. And I had really weird experiences. I think there the, were also extraterrestrial stuff too. Like people were saying that they were in the sleep paralysis and they were seeing like the grays and stuff like that. See, that might be something totally separate all on its own then. Right. That, that person could have been abducted at some that time. That is true. That is true. But I think they were describing it as like a sleep paralysis because they were like walking toward him and he couldn't move. Yeah. And the other the other ones did not sound like aliens. They sounded like they were like... Demons. Type of demons. But for that's sure. for that's going to be... In a, that, that can be for another episode because I'm going to get into a whole... I don't think demons are some, they're not, I don't know, they're not what they seem to be. They are from a separate dimension all on their own. We'll, we'll get into that another time because that's just, that's whole another craziness to get into. Do you, so have you ever been able to, like, I don't know, like before, when your dream just onsets, can you control that setting? Like, do you think of something before you go to sleep or you're just, I'm fucking tired and I'm going to bed and then whatever comes, comes? Yeah, I've, I've tried. I've, I've really tried to manipulate what I dream about. And sometimes if I'm like worrying about something before I go to bed, like... You'll have a nightmare about it? Yeah. Like I used to, it's so funny, I, when, we, when I worked at OHL and I was a picker, I used to dream that I was picking parts and I would actually wake up and I would be picking picking in the air like that's <laughs> like and it, it was a nightmare because I wasn't doing it fast enough and I thought I was at work and like I care about my work and I want to do it well so, so like, you were sleepwalking I to a degree to a degree I guess so because literally I woke up and like both my hands were like in the air grabbing like I couldn't even control it were it you weird. still laying down or were you actually yeah. standing up doing no I was I was laying down it was my, just my arms. Now, I don't remember because I was super, super little, but my mom said I woke up one night and I was playing with, like, the shades of the bedroom. And I said I was... She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm playing baseball. Oh. And she's like, all right. And then went back to sleep. And I guess I, I went to sleep then. It's like, I don't remember that, though, but I guess I I mean, sleepwalked. you wake up... You wake up pretty often in the middle of the night and you make sounds. Like, you'll be like, huh, No words, huh, just huh, huh. noises. And then I'll wake you up and I'll be like, were you having a bad dream? And you're like, no. Like, so I don't know. Like, it's weird to me that you, you make noises that, like, seem like you're having a nightmare. But then when I wake you up and I ask you if you're having a nightmare, you say no, that you're fine. Like, and then I ask you the next morning, you know, did you have a nightmare? No, I don't, I don't I can't, remember having a nightmare. I really would love to remember my dreams. And... The wildest thing, and it was recent, like maybe a, a week after our dog passed away. Oh, I tried. I had a dream where I was in, I was in here, I was facing the window, and she was like right beside of me, and she was looking out the window. I looked down at her, she kept looking out the window, and then I woke up. That's crazy. And I, so... It's almost like a sign from her that she was... Okay. Okay on the other side. Right. Because the veil, per my counselor, um, the veil between the living world and the afterlife is very, very, very thin. And we just have Which to be I open too. to receiving those do you think signs. That's just, do you think that's just another dimension? I think Maybe. so. Maybe. Yeah. And you just can't see it because you, you, you're not there. 
the only thing that I get confused about like that is so when when they say people die and then they they reach out to those people that have passed away so like like you said like Lola that, that could have been Lola you know just giving me a sign like it's gonna be alright but my thing is like there's I also believe in reincarnation so what happened did a part of her soul split off just to tell me it was okay while her other part of her soul like mm, that's really moved question. like moved on to its next part of its journey you know what I mean like how does that happen are you are you able to dig these people are they able to dig into these energies and just pull like an energy out to help elicit this feeling and that usually when they say these people like you see these people like they know things only they would know right well that's like the and you don't want to think they're stuck in a limbo because they always say that they move on right. that they've they've moved on so but if they moved on how are they how are they coming back to speak to me then so i watch or i listen to a podcast uh brandon burton and he's a medium and he likes to call it soul land the place that these people are in. And he says that it's described as a really beautiful place. And we just watched that episode yeah. where all those people said when they had those psychedelic psychedelic experience. experiences, they went to a beautiful place. Right. Does and he so, explain a oneness? Pro- like a connectiveness? Maybe. I'd have to rewatch. Because I do I really do think that's an, another thing. Like we are all like I said in my la- the last episode, I think we're all connected somehow. Yeah. Like, we might all be... But you're right. Like, how, how do you reincarnate if you're in Soul Land? I think, it's, I think it's just so much more that we can't understand that, like... Me, like, so my soul isn't just me. It's, it's everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Well, remember when we were watching that thing, well, or maybe I watched it, about the people who received organs from... Never we both people. watched it. It was the the unexplained episode yeah. of Will Shatner. And so, okay, that person's kidney went to person, random person, and now that person has a piece of their soul in them. It doesn't necessarily mean that the other pieces of their soul aren't in the rest of their organs or in their brain or whatever. Like, so I do believe that there are pieces of the soul. Like, I don't think it's just, you know, your soul is your soul and it can't be. So remember when we were talking about how your, your memories can be ingrained in your DNA somehow. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's another, like, that's part of like your DNA is also a link somehow to your, your soul maybe, or you're able to, like I said, I, I also believe that everything's energy. Yeah. Like your energy, I'm energy. And you're able to instill your energy into your DNA and like a record player. So you put, you take out that kidney, you put it into somebody else, like a record player. It's starting to play my my record into this person now. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's my, it's still my energies attached to this organ. I know they're receiving it, but it's still, my DNA is encoded in that. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's just all nuts. I just think there's so many different things that, like, we're never going to get the final picture. We're going to be digging for quite some time for answers. Right. You know what I mean? I just love to, I love to get into the what-ifs. Yeah, me too. 
And I'm glad I'm glad that you you go to her and you share these experiences because it's not like we've been to a couples therapy before. I don't I don't care about talking about it. And we didn't she didn't do anything like that. She just listened to our stories and Right. Like I like that I'm I can feel myself healing. Okay. And I'm not saying she didn't help us, the therapist, because I felt like she did help me. Yeah. A lot in No, it's just it's when you use these techniques, you're you're digging into a deeper part of that person than just venting mm-hmm. and getting feelings out because getting feelings out is a very real thing real method to, yeah. to get to where you need to be but the real healing begins when you start in you. digging into, into your the roots soul. yeah and you're like you and, said yep the roots and i can i mean after these sessions i feel better and i feel like I've released something that you were holding before that, I, that that was weighing me down. Like, and I asked her, I said, you know, once, once it's all said and done and we've gotten all the roots and they can't grow back. I said, how, how am I supposed to feel when these certain things that normally would trigger me? Like what, what, what happens? And she said, you'll be able to disconnect. Like, so instead of feeding into these triggers, You'll just getting separate upset, yourself from it? I'll just, it just won't even bother me. Like, I can, you know, if somebody says something that bothers me, I can just let it go in one ear and out in the other, and I can disconnect. And I can go about my day without letting it eat me all day, because you know I do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was my question, was, you know, how do I know that we got all the roots? And it's, well, you won't be triggered anymore. It won't, it won't even bother, she's like, I, sh- I can be able, I should be able to put this stick right to your eyes and you can just look at me and say I feel nothing and that's the ultimate goal is for her to be able to get to not two have... inches away from my face and be staring at my traumas and not not feel a thing I'm at a one so her goal is after you fix this she's gonna do the the movement and then if you don't feel anything then you're you're cured of it right yeah ideally okay. there should be no roots anymore and I shouldn't be I shouldn't be triggered by those things anymore. But unfortunately with some of these traumas, even if we feel like we got somewhere with one session, there the roots are still there and, and there's a lot of layers, she calls them, that we have to dig through. So this last session we focused on something and we were not confident at the end that we got it all. So it's still gonna trigger me because we haven't gotten it all. Yeah. So maybe next session, you know, it might take four sessions, but eventually we're going to get them all and I'm not going to get any activation when I'm thinking of that specific thing and we do the eye movements. And I can't wait for that day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're going to her and it's, it's legitimately helping you. Yeah, me too. Because a lot of people, I feel like. People, people in her profession get like a bad rap because it's all, they think it's all hearsay. Like they don't think there's any actual, oh, you're not using medication, so it can't be legit. Right. And that's like, it's, that's simply not true. The point is to get off the medication. Right. Like that's (laughs) simply, that's simply not true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's bad stigmas that you get from people just thinking it's it's like i said it's fooey it's crazy it's, it right. it can never work it's but like but what they don't realize is there are actual doctors who attest it. to this yeah. stuff like it's not and and they call them wacky doctors holistic doctors or wacky doctors they're crazy people but 
uh, I'm sorry, a doctor is a doctor. I was, I was going to say, like, I feel like you just need to be receptive to some things. Like, you can't always have doubt in your mind. You need to have that open, like, this could Well, yeah, this because could... if you go in there with a closed mind, you're, you're going to leave with a closed yeah, mind. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. You're you not really going to better yourself. You really need to be, yourself. like, and especially if you go in there with all these doubts and, like, oh, this is fake. Like, I mean, that's like going into a medium session with the, like, oh. And I'm not saying, real. and Spirits I'm also real. not saying there are, there, there probably are, a handful of those people that are just taking advantage of people. Right, but right. I feel like when you know, you know, like yeah. you can feel out like, okay, this guy's obviously like pulling my chain. Well, not. And I feel like it, it's all, the proof is in the pudding. Like you're either going to feel better or you're not. The Skippy's pudding. This, That's fucking peanut butter. They make pudding too, don't they? No, they don't. I'm thinking of snack pack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The snack pack pudding. Skippy pudding. Whoops. I think that would be really thick. 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 No, but the proof is in the pudding. Like, you're... I mean, you're gonna know if it's fake. Because if you leave and you still are being triggered by everything that you went in to heal, then you know you're not being healed. But if you leave and you start to realize that you're not being triggered by some of the things you normally would, then... You can't really call bullshit, can you? Now, after after you think you've like she's solved all of your traumas, do you think you'll stop going there? No, because I don't think there's ever. I think that regular therapy is healthy, and there's never a bad time to go to therapy. Like, I want to continue these healthy patterns. So, I feel like if I stop going, that leaves room for negative patterns to come back. Don't you think you could incorporate those patterns into your daily life instead of... I probably could. I mean, I don't want you to stop right now because you're making so much progress. I'm just saying at some point, don't you think that like... I think I would probably less frequency. Okay. Or uh, as needed basis. Like if I have a... Because, I mean, you don't just have to go to therapy to, to heal from stuff that is from your past. You can go to therapy to talk about a shitty day you had at work or... Just venting. A hard argument that you had with your friend or something like you it doesn't need to be for you know this type of this type of therapy is not is not everybody like it's not for everybody sucks that i'm going there because i have so much past trauma that i need to work through but even if i didn't i don't think it would be a bad thing to go to therapy because we all have shitty days and we all have hard things that we work through even if they're not as hard as other people have it and i just think everybody should go to therapy i'd like to incorporate meditating into just into our daily lives i think it'd really help the kids out too i think so if we all did it as like lily does lily does do it sometimes you ever ever see her do this she goes i have to she closes her eyes she has to calm down and she breathes yep and i was like oh that's Thank you. That's really needed. Yeah. Really. So, you know, I'm, re- I'm really happy that you're going to her. I'm hoping she hears this and after this episode, maybe we can have her on and talk more in depth with it. Yeah. You and her. And honestly, at that point, I would just be, I would just be listening and, and taking it all in at that point, just cause that's, that's the type of person I am. I mean, maybe I chime in every once in a while, but I feel like you, we could learn, we could, we could probably have a really good learning session from her. Yeah. She's amazing. She really is. Well, can't 
can't wait for next week's episode either when we're going to go over African cryptids. African cryptids. Jabafofi. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>